Welcome to the Deep Work Podcast with Anthony Lucarini. My name is Anthony Lucarini. This is season two, episode number seven, and we've got my friend Josh Cook on with us. Josh, what's up, man? Hey, Anthony. How are you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. Dude, I'm doing so good. Like I just shared with you, man, I'm hyped up on some Corner Perk coffee, so I'm going to be extra talkative and hyper today. So I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, we've it's always it's like a pinball machine sometimes <laughs> from one thing to the next. You never know what to expect, but uh, absolutely today can we um, just try to do the best we can. Yeah, no, man. And I appreciate you jumping on here. I know, man, operating a couple stores, running the mo- the, the best corner, the best coffee shop in town has to keep you busy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's been fun. It's Heck been a lot, yeah. learning a lot of growing. It's been a lot of fun too. Mm, yeah. And I'd love to just talk about that some today, man. So, um, like I mentioned, Josh, you are the owner, founder. Um, I don't know what your official title is, but you're just the man at uh, Corner Perk, my favorite coffee shop of all time. It's where I've spent some of the most pivotal, crucial, incredible moments of my life, had some of the best conversations of my life. And, you know, some of those have been with you. So, um, Josh, I think everybody locally knows who you are. We got a few listeners from out of town. So if you just want to share maybe like two or three facts about who you are, um, would love for you to do that. Well, I'm, uh, I'm about to turn a big birthday, so I'm trying not to think about that too much. But I'm <laughs> too much thinking about that. Trying to think about that. But we started um, Corner Perk 12 years ago. Uh, actually, April 1st will be 12 years when I was wow. 27, so I can get clear. But um, I've got two girls. Uh, they'll be 9 and 11 this summer. And I've been married uh, almost 17 years this summer. Let's go. So, that stuff like that. I grew up around here, Ridgeland, and then Bluffton, um, and I moved away and we moved back. Uh, and I went to um, Charleston Southern for my undergrad, and I did the business for two weeks, major, and then I changed my major to youth ministry after two weeks, and then I graduated with that. And uh, I spent two years kind of trying to find the right position. We ended up moving to Atlanta. And uh, nothing was really jiving, so I decided to do um, seminary. So I did my master's of divinity in uh, at Mercer University in Atlanta, and then uh, had a really cool job as a college pastor at a church in um, Western Carolina uh, University in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, but I didn't take it because I didn't feel it was right at the time. Mm. But that was kind of what I was hoping to do. But it just wasn't right for my family. Yeah. Like that. So we ended up moving back here. And, um, you know, for it was 08, 09, and lack of options, and always wanted to kind of start my own shop. We started Corner Perk. So yeah. now, you know, we've got three shops and the roastery, and we're shooting for another one. And we're just trying to, to do the most of what we've, we've been blessed with. Amen to that, man. Yeah. So this is crazy. You are more qualified in ministry than I am. Um, I just got to point that out. <laughs> so I'd love to even dive in maybe a little bit like that, but I appreciate it. You've got more degree. You've got more advanced degrees than I do. Uh, we'll go with that. There we go. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And I would love to just dive in, man. So one of the, the coolest things that, that I've loved from our conversation is um, and this kind of kind of merges just like how you expected to be doing ministry yeah. and now you've got this cool coffee shop and just kind of where the two converge and how this isn't really what you thought you'd be doing. Um, 
but man, I would love to hear just the story of kind of how maybe dive into the details of how that came about and just maybe how, how the two are still converging. Sure. Yeah. That's, um, that's a great thing to think about. I think I've thought about that many times. They, when we started the, the coffee shop, we actually prayed um, over it the day before we started. Mm. And, um, we were going to a church, uh, a buck walk at the time next to, it was in Shell Hall neighborhood. Um, name of it so I can read it at the moment but Mark Beattie was the pastor at the time I think he moved away um but they all came out it was really cool that the elders and everything came and prayed over the building and so we wow. we definitely thought about you know you could do ministry anywhere people say that all the time and yeah. sometimes it's harder I think to do it uh intentionally when it's not in the church it's easier to feel like okay we'll do a ministry today because we're you know paid by the church but um so it is coming gone in terms of my attention to that fact, I'll be upfront about that, you know, yeah. I'm yeah. not on all the time. Uh, and, uh, and it's also a business and I, I want to, you know, it's hard to try to figure out how do I be a business person and, and, and not get sued, but also yeah. like encourage my team, you know, but also not really worry that much about getting sued, you know, and I don't think that's yeah. the real thing, yeah. but we are living in a strange time. Um, so one of the things that I think is funny that people used to call me when we had our original location on Bird Church Road was um, the Katie Cavanaugh, I think, came up with this, which I don't know if you know her. I think you might. But um, uh, she called me the barista, the barista barista. <laughs> so it was so slow, people would come in. Like, sometimes we'd have one person an hour, you know? Yeah. That's just how we started. And uh, they would talk to me and tell me all the you know, about the divorce and other things going on. Yeah. We, we focused on young people and did the concerts and things a lot back then. Yeah. And I did a youth ministry, a job at Church of the Cross for the first almost two years that we were, you know, a year and a half. So, so yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And I think, man, I'll, I'll get into this some more, but just, again, you said it well, like you can do ministry without working and being employed by the church. And, um, Man, your your coffee shop has been not only a ministry setting um, for me, where I've gotten in some of the coolest conversations in my life, but um, man, it, it has ministered to me. I think in the middle of pandemic, everybody kind of lost their third spot, where typically you have work, you have home, and then you have your third spot. Uh, Corner Perk's always been my third spot, and it's been almost like a safe haven for me as I've kind of been able to go and prepare. And as I look around my desk right now, I've got, you know, I've got planners, I've got books and I've got some of the moments scribed down in these that took place at corner perk. So um, your ministry stretches further than I think you, you can ever really account for even. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to that for that. Oh, wait, hold on. Your, I think your mic was on the one you dropped. So that fell down. Yeah. And whenever you look down into it, it sounds better. So whenever that's okay. close, just so you know, I, I'll edit that piece out. But okay. yeah, I was hearing better hearing myself. I felt like I was in a tunnel the other Yeah. <laughs> I used to this stuff. Yeah. No, you're good. You're doing great. Um, see me up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, man, like just Corner Perk, like it has been a safe haven for me. And it's been such a cool spot where um, God has ministered to me in that environment in so many different ways, not just making it a setting for me to talk to other people, um, but 
where there's been so many holy moments between me and my journal that have taken place right there. And I was just saying that, man, like uh, your ministry with, with the corner perp, perk goes further than I think you could ever really account for or even track. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I try not to think about that um, very much because, but I probably ought to think about it more than I do, to be honest. <laughs> but I hear stories all the time of people that, you know, started their business there or wrote a book there. I think we did in one or two books. Just as a, as no like, way. You know, which is kind of fun to think about. I think, you know, people who have worked, for us have started businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to, um, to think about how we've been in the past. But at the same time, you know, most of the days it's just head down, keep working, keep trying. Yeah. Uh, my perspective on my role as a business owner and, and a person in the community has changed. And, you know, I never really set out to be what we are now. I, I was just trying to figure something out for my family. Yeah. yeah. Dude, and, and on that note, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit and share, you know, whatever you can or need to on this, but it hasn't always been easy. It hasn't always been like, okay, you start a coffee shop. Now this is the spot in town. Now you're thriving now this and that, you know, um, maybe share some of the, the hard moments or when you were like, okay, God, like I, I got no, like help. <laughs> yeah. There's been some crazy moments. I mean, we started very small, didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I was talking, I was interviewing a girl this morning and um, she's a lot younger than I was when I started, but she was saying how um, she wanted to start her own business and she was mm-hmm. thinking about being a YouTube blogger and had some other ideas and, you know, try to work out and just figure things out. Yeah. How you can start a business in like one or two years, that would be amazing. And, you know, you just like totally surprise yourself. And I'm like, yeah, you, you probably could do that. You know, I know for me, it was like, trying to figure out what I was doing wrong and watching every show and and reading everything I could get my hands on and trying to just figure out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there was a lot of times, I mean, we didn't have much capital. I'm I'm thankful for that looking back. We had a foreclosure on a house that we had in Atlanta in the process and that really kind of ruined it. At least it felt like it was not ruined our options for um, uh, borrowing money. But looking back, we had to figure out how to run the business without ever losing money, you know? So I've never really been that focused on making money, but I've, I've had to force myself to be focused on losing money. And I think that, honestly, you know, going back the past year has been the thing that's helped us keep all three stores open throughout this past year, which just learning that, knowing how to do that. And so mm-hmm. I'm super blessed and thankful for that. There was, um, there's been times where, you know, we've definitely, you know, had hundreds of dollars in, in all of our bank accounts combined and wondering how we're going to pay employees, how we're going to pay uh, for food and things like that. And yeah. at the end of the day, there's no magic formula. You just kind of, kind of have perseverance and suck it up and, and pray and faith and yeah. just give it the best you got. And, and if you come out on the other end being successful, amazing. If you come out and you have to start all over from scratch, you know what? It, it's not mine. I, I, you know, it's a gift. It's a blessing. It's, mm. it's a responsibility yeah. you know, for, to your family, to God, to your community. And so um, I try to think about it that way. Yeah. As much yeah. As I can. Mm. 
love that man and i and like we said it's no magic formula it's really just grinding it's really just putting your head down i think i think a lot with this generation and this time it's like okay if if i just work hard then everything's going to work out fine and we're so used to these fairy tale endings and it's not always that way and i like what you said where it's like hey you know there could be times where you do everything you can and you put everything into it and you still fail but then um, you know, you also mentioned that, hey, there's been some times in the past where it's like you've had to learn from the hardships. And that's really helped you even in this last year through the COVID season, yeah. um, where you guys have been innovating, you guys use that time to, to renovate even the space. And um, man, I think it's great. Even there's a lot of intentionality in the space. There's a lot of, you know, yeah. you've used a lot of just the ebbs and flows of life to continue to, you know, put your head down and work hard and grind, you know, maybe not both literally and physically, um, not trying to make a dad joke there, but um, man, but the outcome has been incredible. And I've told you time and time again, man, I love the corner perk. And it's so funny because it's, it's just a coffee shop, but it's not just a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, um, I've changed my perspective quite a bit on it. It used to bother me when we have people, I may have shared this with you, I can't remember uh, but it was a big kind of awakening for me because uh, hiring and staffing is a big part of the business. And, you know, we, we get more people that are like 15 to 18 wanting to work with us than, than we do beyond that. And probably our average age is somewhere like mid 20s, you know, if you average everybody out. So there's not a lot of young people working for us, honestly. But um, it's, uh, but a lot of people, it's not their last job, right? We'll put it that way. Um, so it's, it's going to change a little bit. So I've tried to change my mentality because we have to, there's a lot of work that goes into teaching and training. And, you know, we, everybody that works there, they work their butts off there. They have energy, they um, enjoy people, you know, and so it's a hard job. Um, but what I've tried to think about is let's focus on making a difference in the world. So in hiring, interviewing, uh, training people is not just a part of uh, helping people learn how to make coffee. It's a part of teaching people life skills in leadership, in self-development, self-awareness, uh, teamwork, um, you know, your hard work, and, and keeping your cool through all of it. So we try to teach some of those life skills through the people that come through the doors, on the inside of the doors, you know. Yeah, counter, and and it, it helps when those people leave. You feel like not only that you're losing somebody that's a friend or a family member, but like you're you're sending your kids out into the world mm. to try to make a bigger impact on the next job they have, or their when they have kids and families and things like that. So that's helped me mentally and personally. Yeah, I feel like I'm making a difference. Uh, at least my time is, is worthwhile. Absolutely. I think that's, that's such a good mindset. Cause I think naturally, you know, as somebody in the church, I have leaders and, you know, they're volunteer leaders and stuff like that. And it's, it's hard to watch them go and it's hard to watch them transition into a new season of life or just simply off the team. And as people who manage other people, we, it's so easy that your first instinct is to say, is to selfishly be like, well, no, like, do you know what you're doing to me? Or I've invested so much in you and I hate to see you. Like, I don't want to see you go. And even when, you know, what's, what's next, a lot of the time is what they really need to step into. Um, so, you know what, it sounds like you're really stewarding 
the moments that you have with your team. And I, and I, I love that that's built into the training where you're, you're yeah. saying, Hey, you kind of, you kind of have to go through this where, um, you know, you're, you're going to learn about coffee. You're going to learn how to make espresso. You're going to learn how to, you know, steam milk, but you're also going to learn how to care for the person in front of you. And that's going to be something that's going to, you know, your employees are going to take that with them into whatever the next season is. So yeah. that that's awesome, man. I, I think that's so cool. That's so needed. It, it's helpful. So another thing that I was just thinking about reminding my, reminded of was uh, a lot of people around here know Jeffrey Morris that were at uh, yeah. Morris's garage. Um, and somebody was telling me a story about him and somebody who passed about this time last year. And uh, yeah, he was at the, uh, hanging out with some friends. You know, one of his friends that was there was telling me the story. This probably wasn't too long ago, a couple years ago. He's hanging with some friends and somebody, he gets a phone call. He's like, it's not from a number he recognizes. He picks it up. He answers it. And it's, um, I'm going to mess up exactly who it was, but it was, it could have been anybody. It was either a cheerleader, somebody from, you know, to PTO or uh, the yearbook or somebody saying, hey, we're selling spots for uh, an ad in the yearbook or, you know, whatever. It's 500 bucks and you know, would you be interested in doing it? And, and they're like young and they're kind of breaking up. And that's a lot of money to ask for when you're that young. And, and, yeah. honestly. Yeah. and so he's, you know, a lot of people in the depth, he's just kind of laughs and sits back and he says, sure, darling, um, we'd be happy to do that. What's it for again? Uh, and, you know, he was that giving and kind and, and generous to the community. And he realized and appreciated that he had that that business not just to provide for his family mm. not just to, to fix people's cars and to take care of people at that level but also yeah. to be able to have the, the platform and the opportunity to get back whenever yeah. the need arose and yeah. i've taken that to heart and tried to learn from that yeah well, yeah and i've been a benefactor of that actually i mean you know back pre-COVID when we had our cafe open at the oh, church, oh. that was always corner perk coffee. And that was, you said, Hey, let me tithe this coffee to you. I'd love to give this coffee to you for you guys to serve. And um, I love that. I mean, that's a way that you learn that, but also you, you did that. That's not just, Oh, that's a good lesson, but man, there's a difference between hearing something and implementing it. So man, thank you. Like, honestly, like that, that's a great story. And also you're, you're doing that. You yeah. Know? Well, it, it just, it's a constant reminder, you know? Yeah. Because you yeah. get this thing constantly when, when you have a business of any kind, of any size. I yeah. think, especially the more public you are, the more often you have opportunities like that. And it's easy. And, and honestly, you know, when, when, things, uh, when things are when living through times of blessing, um, it's easy to be more generous. When things get thin, you know, we've got to be honest and, and admit that we can't do everything yeah. we want to do. So we've yeah. got to find ways to still be able to be open-handed, but at the same time, not surrender. It's uh, the wrong word, but not yeah. lose business in the name of trying to do good things. So yeah. Yeah, I've been yeah. challenged on both sides of that. But yeah, I think the more you're blessed, the more you should be a blessing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And man, you're so right with all that where it's just, there's discernment, there's wisdom that has to take place when it comes to, you know, I want to be a blessing, but I also need to take care of my needs first before I can really, you know, do what I want to do. So I think, I think that's awesome, man. Well, Hey, we're moving to a part of the podcast, which is a ton of fun. 
And uh, it is the put me on section. So yeah. any books that you're on, any podcast, any, it doesn't even have to be something like that. Whatever has your interest right now, maybe it's spending time with the kids, like, um, and don't feel the need, like you have to say that now, but um, whatever you're on right now, we'd love to just share that. Spending time with the kids is really good. Um, you know, I've gotten better at that and I want to keep getting better at that. Yeah. Um, there's a guy in my church and I haven't met with him in weeks, so actually months, but uh, Ben Holland. Yeah. You know Ben? Yeah, he's a man. Um, and uh, he gave me like four books last fall and I'm like halfway through. One of them was called The Ideal Team Player, uh, Patrick Lencioni. I think that's his name. Um, really good. He goes through and talks about your ideal team player needs to be humble, hungry, and smart. Kind of really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but it's a whole, it's a fable. So 80% of it's a story. And then, you know, it goes through the whole story. And then again, it kind of breaks down the, the math of it or whatnot. But I've used that in uh, core values and, you know, thinking about who to hire, who, yeah. who I want to work with and things like that. So people who are hungry, um, like passionate, energetic, uh, humble, that they're able to take feedback and criticism. And yeah. they don't, you know, humble for me, I think is, you don't think anybody else is better than you, but you also don't think you're better than anybody else. Yeah. yeah. I think if you lose one half of that or the other, you're kind of only, mm. you're not doing it 100%. I think people think when they just think that they're the worst, but that's yeah. humility. And that's really just self-loathing. Um, yeah. And then smart is like people smart. You know, you've got to be able. So that's kind of, it was a good, um, a great, a great read. The Bible, you know, uh, I go in waves. And when I'm really into the word a lot, when I, when I need to be in a lot more, and um, I find that when I can sit down and find the time, and uh, for me, it's like first thing in the morning, you yeah. know, um, that that just gives me so much wisdom and patience. And so, yeah, those are a couple of things. Trying to find time where it's a little bit more solitude having conversations and meeting with people on a regular basis that can sharpen the iron of the sword, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, love that. I think those are so good, so practical, and there's a good why behind each of those. So, so that's awesome, man. Well, Well, dude, I just want to say, thanks for having me on. I've listened to some of your episodes and I love what you're doing. You're just a force in the community and, Mm. and the people that have had to, opportunity that to be able to learn from you spend time with you i think appreciate it more than you can imagine Mm, man that means the world seriously seriously i think i think likewise of you i I love i'd love for you to get the chance to sit down with more people because i have just loved every interaction with you anytime we get to sit down and just talk life and talk jesus and talk coffee you know and talk about dreams and making those dreams happen man like i think you're the man and uh, love everything that you've built up and just the way that you have led in this community. Um, and sometimes that's just empowering a person who's making a big decision with a cup of coffee. Like that goes so, so far. And man, you have impacted my life and my ministry and my family. I can think of some of my first dates being there. I can think of, you know, just a lot of life that's taken place in your coffee shop. So man, the Corner Perk is always going to have a piece of my heart. And, and with that, so will you, man. Well, I look forward to seeing you uh, probably tomorrow. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. Awesome. Well, 
that's this week's episode of the Deep Work Podcast. Just want to say thank you for, for joining us today. I want to th- say thank you to Josh Cook. Would encourage you to check out the Corner Perk. I will literally buy you a cup. Um, let's go grab some coffee. It is my favorite coffee in the world. Um, but if you enjoyed today's episode, would love for you to like, subscribe, share this with someone. I'm going to tag Josh as well as Corner Perk. Per- corner perk on my instagram page that way you guys can go follow them and keep up with all the deals specials and everything going on corner perk we'll see you next monday for our next episode of the deep work podcast